This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We've got a very special Memorial Day episode for you this evening that revolves around GMO awareness. GMO stands for Genetically Modified Organisms. These are crops that are created by combining animal DNA along with plant DNA to create something new and different. Farmers produce these crops with GMO ingredients because their seeds come from one source, the U.S. Monsanto Corporation, which controls well over 90% of the seed market for commercially grown goods that are not organic. Unfortunately, GMO and genetically engineered foods are not labeled in today's supermarkets, making it thoroughly difficult for consumers to make rational decisions about the food that they eat and instead forcing them to do research, which is very difficult. Almost every other food ingredient is labeled except for GMOs or genetically engineered foods. This past weekend in Miami, on Saturday, May 24th, the March for Monsanto wound its way towards Publix on Biscayne and 18th Street, where many of the protesters asked that Publix, the Florida's largest supermarket chain, begin labeling genetically modified foods. And in tonight's broadcast, we have a combination of footage from the march and sound from the march and interviews with people who marched against Monsanto in Miami on Saturday, May 24th, as well as guest segments previously recorded on the Only in Miami show by, in this order, Adrian Bolton, Lady Casa, Trish Sheldon, and Zen Honeycutt. Adrian Bolton is a nutritionist for the Food and Water Watch. She is a local results coordinator. Lady Casa is a activist and scenester in the ultra music and EDM scene who is very, very involved in GMO awareness. Trish Sheldon organizes the March Against Monsanto, and she runs GMO Free Florida. You can find out more about her at gmofreeflorida.org. And Zen Honeycutt lives in California, and she organizes a group called Moms Marching Across America that protests GMOs on the 4th of July every year by using the 4th of July parade in many cities across the United States to increase awareness of GMOs being used in our food supply. We've got Adrian Bolton from Food at Water Watch. She's the coordinator for local resolutions. Adrian, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. So tell us a little bit about the March for Monsanto, which is happening this Saturday at 2 p.m. at the Adrian R. Center in downtown Miami. That's correct. Um, March Against Monsanto is an event that occurs once a year. It's going to be this Saturday, the 24th, beginning at 2 p.m. down in Miami. And really what the march is is to have people come together in a group and rally and utilize their voice 
to hopefully make change occur. And the change that we're fighting for is for the labeling of GMOs or genetically modified organisms. Now, please explain to our audience briefly, what is a, a GMO in your food? Absolutely. So we can use two different terms. We can either use GMO or GE, which would be genetically engineered. And basically what that is, is that the DNA from a plant, um, from another animal, from a bacteria is extracted and inserted into the DNA or gene of uh, the genetic material in another plant source, for example. So so it's like taking... a, a, it's a plant crossbred with maybe an animal or an insect. Oftentimes, um, we, we always are, are careful to not use crossbreeding because crossbreeding is something like uh, natural selection that's occurred for for thousands and thousands of years. What so this is different. This is man-made, right? Is the actual DNA sequence being chosen specifically? Like if an eel grows very quickly, for example, and we want that ex exponential growth to occur in a tomato. So what is the, the harmful effect that these GMO foods have on the human body? Or what, if, what are some of the observed effects? Well, there's a lot of research that's been done in other countries. Here in the U.S., though, without labeling in place, we've had some, some very um, uh, big challenges up against being able to do the, the different types of research to see what sort of long-term health effects are occurring. What we do know to be true is that many of these crops require more pesticide and herbicide use, and that is having some negative effects on health. So some of the effects we're not sure about, right? Others we know are ill effects. Exactly, exactly. We haven't had the law, we haven't had labeling in place, so we haven't been able to uh, look at these certain types of foods over long-term uh, studies to see what types of effects they could have. So what are some of the chains that label versus the chains that do not label where we buy our food and our groceries? That's a great question. Um, we have a optional labeling that's occurring right now through the um, uh, non-GMO Project Verified organization. And this is where individual food producers uh, have to pay money in order to have that labeling placed on their food package or food product. Now, there are some stores, for example, like Whole Foods, that, um, you know, encourage that there's GMO labeling in their food products, so that it's GMO-free, so that their consumers can make a more educated or informed decision. But there's no place across the board 100% that requires GMOs to be labeled as far as uh, stores or supermarkets. Right now, where we're at is more of stores responding to consumer demand. So... Like uh, uh, people here go to say Winn Dixie, Publix, uh, Trader Joe's is brand new, Fresh Market, Whole Foods. Uh, which one would you recommend uh, if you're looking to avoid GMOs in your food or at least have proper labeling? Well, again, you're really going to have to do detective work at just about any of those um, locations. Uh, Whole Foods, for the most part, is a little bit ahead of the game. 
because they've made some commitments publicly to ensure that every single one of their products will have a GMO label, whether or not it's GMO-free or if the foods contain GMOs. Um, Publix in particular, and I'm so glad you brought that up, is an organization that we're really trying to target in particular during our march this Saturday down in Miami because our march will take us right across the path from a local Publix and we're, we really want to encourage um, exposure that there is a petition to get publics to label GMOs. So in all the publics within the state of Florida, um, you know, we want to raise awareness for that petition. It's um, a PIRG, P-I-R-G. Okay. That's the, a petition that's been set out. That's a public interest research group petition the- that's been set out for the labeling. Okay, and and where can someone find more information about the petition to get Publix to label GMOs in their food or require GMO labeling? That's a great question. Um, Definitely encourage people to uh, reach out via foodandwaterwatch.org or gmofreeflorida.org. Either of those avenues are great. And if you were simply to do um, a Google search, for example, and type in PIRG, that's P-I-R-G, um, and the state of Florida and Publix, it will come up. Okay, so go to Google and search Florida PIRG PIRG and, uh-huh. and Publix. Exactly, and it'll come up for um, supporting the, the labeling of GMOs within all public stores. And this weekend, the March Against Monsanto is at 2 p.m. at the Adrian Arst Center Station in downtown Miami. It's Biscayne Boulevard and 15th Street, and you'll be marching. What What's the marching route so people know where to, you know? We're going to be heading north up Biscayne Boulevard, which is really exciting. As I mentioned, we'll be passing the public, um, heading up north towards 20th Terrace, and then we'll be making our way towards um, Margaret Pace Park. Um, at the tail end of that march, approximately 3.30 p.m., we're so excited that we'll be welcoming some amazing guest speakers at that time, um, one of which is a libertarian candidate, Adrian Wiley. Uh, we also have an independent candidate, Fareed Kavari, and Democratic candidate, Nan Rick. So, you know, a huge cross of the spectrum there of um, prospective candidates will be present to speak on this topic and, and show their support. So Nan Rich, who is one of the Democratic challengers for Florida governor, will be at the march at 3.30 p.m. Yes, yes, that's what we've been told. We're really excited to have her present. Um, looking forward to having all of those guest speakers there, um, among other um, individuals that are very well-versed on the topic so we can share our knowledge and share that motivation for the labeling of genetically engineered foods. Well, Adrian, thank you so much for calling into the show. This is the Only in Miami show, and you're listening to an interview with Lady Casa of Plur Warriors. We're here with Lady Casa. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you so much for having me. So tell our audience a little bit about your education and how it led you into the fight for GMO awareness. Um, I learned about GMOs about two years ago through a documentary called Russian Roulette. 
Um, and genetic was, roulette oh, by sorry. Jeffrey M. Smith. Sorry. Yeah. Genetic roulette. Yes. It, it is kind of like Russian yeah. roulette. I agree. No, I mean, it's it was such an interesting title for the documentary because, you know, it shows that, you know, I'm 25 years old. I've been exposed to GMOs my entire life. My mom is 53. She's been exposed for, you know, the 20 or so years that it's been part of the agriculture. And um, it's going to affect generations and the, our DNA in a different way. So perhaps another 25-year-old has different genes than I do, and they may never be affected. And, you know, somebody else may end up with stomach problems. Somebody else may end up with cancer. So, you know, there, there are these uh, genetically modified organisms in the agriculture that are going to affect different generations and different um, individuals in ways where, um, you know, it's, it's just, uh, it's unfair that there has to be this... Uh, um, modified food in the agriculture that you're playing, you know, genetic roulette, you know. Well, you've got medical education, right? Tell yes. our audience a little bit about that. Um, I graduated from Emory University uh, with pre-med and I started my master's in medical science to become a physician assistant uh, three weeks after graduating from Emory. I completed uh, 17 months of a 27-month program and uh, soon after I started my rotations, I felt that, um, you know, a career in medicine in Western medicine wasn't for me. Um, I just, uh, it didn't resonate with me. I wasn't happy and I felt that I could, I wasn't, um, I couldn't really be the type of healer that I wanted to be through the route of Western medicine. And, uh, you know, just seeing my mom who works in Western medicine, you know, she, um, She's also very unhappy. She just finished her uh, her nutritional coaching license after being a, a nurse for 35 years in Western medicine. You know, someone who's been working 35 years and just kind of say this system of medicine doesn't work and now has her nutritional license and believes in food, believes in good food, you know, way more than a lot of the pharmaceutical drugs that are out there. This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find us online at www.onlyinmiamishow.com. Tonight's musical breaks on the Only in Miami show are by the Spam All-Stars. You can find us online at www.onlyinmiamishow.com. Thanks for listening.
This is the Only in Miami Show, and you can find us online at www.onlyinmiamishow.com. You're listening to an interview with Trish Sheldon of GMO Free Florida, and you can find her at www.gmofreeflorida.org. Thank you for coming on the show with us, Trish. Thanks for having me. So, Trish, tell us a little bit about your involvement in the No GMO movement. Uh, great. Um, yeah, I I co-run uh, GMO Free Florida, and we've been around now about four years. Um, I started with the Millions Against Monsanto Florida campaign, and from there, um, we decided to take it a more positive message and be for something um, instead of against. That's fantastic. So uh, you were involved in a major demonstration last year in downtown Miami. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Correct. Um, yeah, that was one of the largest actions in in GMO history for mar- as far as marches were concerned. So we had um, about 52 countries, um, you know, simultaneously rally in support of knowing what's really in our food supply. And it will, we were many diverse groups come together to, to make this happen. It was absolutely unbelievable. We had 2,000 people march in Miami, and we had 10,000 people just in our state alone. So that's pretty incredible numbers. Wow. Uh, and I mean, it was a major rally. I, I actually, uh, you know, caught maybe the, the first half of it. And I mean, you guys stretched what, about eight to 10 blocks, eight city blocks? Sure. Um, now, I understand that you're planning another similar rally somewhere in Miami. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um, well, the first thing is that we have um, coming up in February, we have um, a statewide action that will, um, I have 30 groups across the state and we're working also with Food and Water Watch. So February 27th, um, we'll have um, a statewide action. And then um, come up in May again, we will be, this is May 24th or May 25th, um, it will be um, the the Millions Against Monsanto March again, where we all come together. And we'll be having a march in Miami and also Fort Lauderdale this year. Oh, that's fantastic. So what's the website where our listening audience can find out a little bit more about your cause? Sure. Uh, You can go to www.gmofreeflorida.org. And you can find us on Facebook. We always have the most recent events pinned to the very top of the page. And you can look at our events there as well. Okay. And what's your Facebook page? Sure. Um, Facebook is also, it's if you type in GMO Free Florida, we'll come right up. That's fantastic. Now, tell our listening audience a little bit about why GMOs in our food supply are a particular problem. Sure. I mean, there's so many reasons, but if you're just speaking specifically about food, um, number one, we we don't know we're eating it at three meals every day. And, and what we're eating are genetically modified organisms. So these are organisms from other species, bacteria, virus, DNA from humans, insects, and other animals. So the, the biotech industry will take the DNA uh, from the 
uh, an animal or human DNA, um, whatever it is, and they will use it, let's say it's E. coli or um, salmonella or anthrax, uh, a type of anthrax, they'll use this to splice it into the DNA of, say, a plant um, for a specific patented trait. So they own the royalty on the patent and they make a profit from farmers when they buy the seeds because they have to um, renew seeds every year. Farmers aren't allowed to save seeds. Um, They have to pay a price for the patent in order to have the patented seed um, from the biotech industry. And so what started happening is we started to see um, health problems with our farm animals first and livestock. We started to see that they were having problems conceiving. We started noticing they were having organ failure and and problems. Um, And so we're starting to see the exact same thing now in humans who are eating not only the animals that eat the GMO uh, subsidy crops, you know, corn, soy, but we're also seeing... Um, you know, uh, pancreatic problems in humans and uh, more uh, diabetes and um, infertility, immune problems, accelerated aging, faulty insulin regulation, um, and changes. A whole litany of problems, health problems. <laughs> And this is from the American Academy of Environmental Medicine, who's urging all of their patients and doctors to learn about genetically modified organisms and avoid them. And, and so myself being a food specialist, I see people who feel great once they get off the foods and their ailments go away. It takes some time, but, but they do start to feel better after two weeks to a month um, once they go off the foods. And they start to lose weight as well. Wow. Now... We can find out more about what you've just told me and how to get involved at www.gmofreeflorida.org, correct? Yes. That's great. Well, I'm hoping that many of our listeners go to gmofreeflorida.org and get involved. This is an active, important issue for people that live in Miami. In fact, people that live on planet Earth. People who eat. People who eat. Trish, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. This is the Only in Miami show, and you're listening to an interview with Zen Honeycutt, founder of Moms Across America. Thanks for joining the show, Zen. Thanks, Grant. Thanks for having me. Where are you calling in from tonight? I'm calling in from Orange County, Mission Viejo in California. Wow. Well, how's it? How's the weather out there? It's beautiful. I would say it's in its 70s. We need, we need some rain, though. We've had some drought out here in California. So tell me a little bit about your involvement with the GMO movement. Oh, absolutely. I'll say that I got started a little over a year ago after I found out about GMOs because my son had uh, life-threatening allergies. And when I found out about GMOs, I thought, well, this has got to be connected. You know, it's a foreign protein, and it irritates the stomach lining, and it's something that our kids' immune systems have to fight off. And I got involved with Prop 37, and when that didn't pass, I thought, how could I let as many people know about GMOs as possible in the shortest amount of time? And I thought about Jeffrey Smith um, from Genetic Roulette, the Tipping Point Network, 
you know, letting a lot of people know about it and reducing their the sales of GMOs. And then also Robin O'Brien's TED Talk, Patriotism on a Plate. And I came up with the idea of marching in force in the July parade where we could reach thousands locally and millions nationally. Okay. And, and you create, uh, you got involved with a group or created a group, which is named... Yes, I created Moms Across America with my co-founder, Kathleen Halal, and right. our yeah, fiscal sponsors are the California State Grange. So, something very important you brought up is that people should vote with their dollars. Yeah, yes. Now, Absolutely. now, what that involves is very difficult in, in some states and probably easier in California because GMOs are not labeled. GMOs are genetically modified organisms, such as uh, corn that's had genetics implanted to make it produce a pesticide. So yeah. what did you do in California to advance the movement? Well, what we did was I started a website and a blog, I mean, sorry, a website and a Facebook page called Moms Across America, and within four months by posting that we're going to, you know, encourage people to join into Fourth of July parades with Moms Across America March to label GMOs, um, we got a reach of 300,000 a week in just four months on the Facebook page. Moms shared about this because they care about the health of their children, and they can see the skyrocketing health issues allergies, autism, autoimmune. And so it's become a national coalition. We've got um, moms in 144 states, 172 groups that marched in Fourth of July parades. We had over 265 events in 2013 alone. That was in about nine months. So people are getting active. I mean, it was amazing. These, these moms, we didn't train them or anything. They just said, I want to be in a parade. I want to be an activist about this. And so it's a national coalition now, and there are there are parades in Florida all over the place. I believe there were um, maybe seven or eight of them. And this year we want to go for 400 parades. We can absolutely do it and reach 5 million people in a day. Wow. So what day is that? Have you set the day? Well, it's July 4th parade. Okay, it's so going to be an all-July 4th parade. So this is going to be something that's unmistakable this year. Anywhere there's a July 4th parade, you can apply. You just go, you can post the parade on Moms Across America, and then you can go to the website of the parade. We have a list of 589 parades on, under events on our MomsAcrossAmerica.com website. And you can, you can host a parade on our website, and then you go to the website of the parade and look up their application. Some have applications, some don't. Some cost maybe $10 to join in, some cost 30 um, it's very easy to join into a parade. The police, the porta potty, the permits are already taken care of. All you have to do is show up and, and look fancy and patriotic and carry some signs. And, and it's a wonderful educational outreach. We have great flyers that you can hand out and, um, and be involved and let, you know, most parades have five, ten, thirty thousand people in a single parade. And so you're reaching them in a very family friendly way. It's, and it's really fun. You get cheered. For talking about GMOs, <laughs> when else do you get cheered for that? I, so I don't know, but I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it. And I think that you bring up a great point, which is that by marching during these 4th of July parades, uh, you can actually bypass the whole permitting process that many activists are stymied by, the red tape mm -hmm. that keeps people silent about important issues. Yeah, so. I would like to encourage everybody to go to www.momsacrossamerica.com. 
Com. All of our listening audience, all of the moms out there, especially. And Zen, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight and discussing GMO with us. Thank you so much, Grant. And can I just say one more thing? We're doing glyphosate testing now, which is in Roundup. And when it's Roundup is sprayed on GMOs, and if you go to Action, you for the can for the first time get your urine tested and your children's urine tested for glyphosate and find out if this toxin, this poison, is in your body. It's, it's a really a breakthrough, and, and I believe a lot of kids with autism have, will have high levels of glyphosate in their, in their urine. It's very important to get tested. All righty. So yeah. you can find out a lot more about GMOs, the testing, the, the mothers across America on the 4th of July. There are over 589 4th of July parades where moms across America will be marching this year, and hopefully you can add yours to the list. This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find us online at www.onlyinmiamishow.com. This is the Only in Miami show, and you're listening to an interview with Lady Casa. So, so after 35 years in the business, your mother said that, you know, maybe this isn't right. The guys in the lab coats have it wrong. Yeah, yeah. She believes in food, food health, really. I mean, there's so many health problems can be uh, rooted back to what you eat. I mean, think about it. You're, we're constant, our cells are constantly regenerating, and it's the food that we put into our body that uh, is the building blocks for this, uh, for the cells to recreate. And if we're putting in garbage into our systems, of course, there's going to be health problems. Well, People don't realize it, but we're all kind of like giant machines with tiny, tiny little machines inside. Mm -hmm. And at that very, very, very small level, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's a lot of doubt about most GMO products uh, being able to interact safely with people. But it's it's all kind of, you know, uh, the worst part is is not so much what we know. The worst part is the things that we don't know yet. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I actually did watch the movie Genetic Roulette. Mm -hmm. um, and and it's just like, uh, that that's the whole point. I mean, the, the studies just haven't been done. It's more of a movie about academic intimidation uh, than anything else. Yeah, and I think, you know, those studies, they're not... They really should be done, and there's a lot of uh, power behind re and reasons why they're not being done. You know, there's a lot of corporate greed and Monsanto. You know, the monopoly in uh, agriculture that's creating these GMOs is just not allowing those studies to be done, and that's not right. <laughs> This is the Only in Miami show, GMO awareness episode. And we'll be right back after this music break from the Spam All-Stars.
okay, that partnered with a coalition of consumer health and other groups, including the Organic Consumer Association. More and more companies are listening to their customers when it comes to GMO. On the anniversary of Whole Foods commitment, we're calling on Publix to do the same, and it's up to us. This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find us online at www.onlyinmiamishow.com. What's your name and why are you here today? Art Herrera, here protesting against Monsanto and all GMOs. And what's wrong with GMOs? They're genetically modifying our seed, controlling our food supply, just changing the way things nature should be. Thank you. Why are you here today? There's too much BPA in our food. If you shop, if you eat a lot of fast food or you shop at uh, Publix and a few other places, you don't know what's inside the food most of the time. And, you know, it's long term, it might be poisoning you. I mean, we got higher rates of cancer, you know, and they have to be related to all the chemicals in our food. Just like, you know, in some areas like LA, you, the air's polluted and you got higher incidence of lung cancer. So, I mean, you know, you can't separate those two facts. And yeah, there has to be a stronger movement, movement for uh, more um, natural food, more farmers markets. Yeah, that kind of stuff. And tell us your name and your city. Mario from Miami. Thanks, Mario. Welcome, What's your name and why are you here today, sir? What city are you from? My name is Flash and I'm here to get GMOs labeled in the United States and around the world. It's important to know what's in our food. Why are GMOs dangerous and why are they not labeled today? They're not labeled because they got enough political influence to stop the labeling process. Why are they dangerous? They're untested. They're unscientifically proven as far as uh, viable, envi environmentally friendly crop. They're just using the corporate control issue, and they're using it for personal profit rather than public gain. Thank you, sir. This is the Only in Miami show GMO awareness episode, and we'll be right back after this music break from the Spam All-Stars.
This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find us online at www.onlyinmiamishow.com. Uh, what's your name and what city are you from? Veronica from Miami. Veronica, why are you at the March Against Monsanto today? I want to protect my health and the future of our children's health. So what do you think public should do to help people learn more about GMOs and if they're in food or not? I think marches like this help, but I, we need to get together and change the laws. We need to label it fast and furious because our bodies can't take it anymore. What's happening with our health? GMO. There, it, GMOs are linked to so many diseases, from cancer to gastrointestinal illnesses to depression. It's time for it to stop, at least to label it. Thanks for your comment. Thanks. What's your name, sir? Where Randy. are you from? Randy from uh, Miami. Alrighty, Randy, why are you here at the March Against Monsanto today? Food needs to be purified, bro. No more GMO. Why is it a problem that GMOs are not labeled in our food supply at, say, Publix? They want to make money off people and not tell you what's in the products or in the food. They tell you what products in the food, you won't buy it. As long as you're ignorant, you'll buy it. We're just looking for a good deal a lot of times, and we get a good deal, but a bad deal. Thank you. You're welcome. protesting GMOs and I want them to be labeled or not exist at all. If you had a message for Publix, what would the message be about GMO labeling? Publix either ban GMOs from your markets or enforce labeling so that we can choose what to eat. Tonight's musical breaks on the Only in Miami show are by the Spam All-Stars. You can find us online at www.onlyinmiamishow.com. Thanks for listening.